Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihudah. Amma ba'd. My dearly respected brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tonight, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will be beginning a new text on the topic of aqeedah or the creed of a Muslim. And the topic of Aqidah is without a doubt the most essential of topics related to a Muslim because it revolves around his or her Iman. And Aqidah is what differentiates between Islam and kufr between guidance and misguidance between sunnah and bid'ah between light and darkness but it is important for every muslim to have a sound aqeedah because unlike any other aspect of the religion there is no room for mistakes when it comes to creed you can make mistakes in fiqh there's no harm even the Prophet said that if the mujtahid is correct, he gets double the reward, and if he's incorrect, he even gets one reward. But when it comes to the matter of aqidah, there is no room for error. And mistakes in aqidah can become very grave to the extent that it can take a person out of the fold of Islam. So there is no topic of greater importance than the topic of aqidah. And since this topic is without a doubt the most important of topics. The question that should always be asked or arise in a person's mind is where do we seek our aqidah from? As Muslims, where do we seek our aqidah from? The aqidah of Islam the pure aqidah is derived from two sources. 
and no third to them. The first is the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, the Quran. And the second is the Sunnah of our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is where the true Aqeedah comes from. And every Aqeedah that is derived from other than the Kitab and the Sunnah is falsehood and misguidance. There are many sects who have different ideologies and beliefs. But the pure aqeedah, the aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah, is the aqeedah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, taken from the Book of Allah and from the Sunnah. When it comes to the topic of aqeedah, many people claim that they are taking their aqeedah from those two sources, from the Qur'an and from the Sunnah. If you speak even to the deviant sects, who have strayed away from the path of the truth, they will tell you we take our aqeedah from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. So how does a Muslim differentiate then? And we hear many people who this misconception affects them. That they say they're on the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And they say they're on the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Okay, so what's the deal breaker? What is the thing that differentiates between these claims? What is it that proves who is truthful in their statement to who is only claiming it and it's a lie? That differentiator, my brothers and sisters, goes back to one thing and one thing only. And that is the understanding of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Because even though everyone claims to follow the Qur'an and the Sunnah, what is most important is how the Qur'an and the Sunnah is explained and understood. The people of the truth who are Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah, their aqeedah is the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam according to the understanding of the first three generations. This is the deal breaker. Because when you speak to the deviant sects who claim that they follow the Qur'an and the Sunnah, when you look at their understanding and interpretation of the Qur'an and the Sunnah, it is not taken from the explanation of the righteous righteous three generations. 
sense. Their understanding and explaining of the verses and the ahadith comes from people who came afterwards. And this is how the Muslim differentiates between truth and falsehood. Ahl sunnati wal jama'ah, when they explain a verse in aqidah or anything for that matter, or a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they will give you the explanation, the tafsir, the understanding of that verse, that hadith, from the pious predecessors. Not from people that came after. And this is how you know truth from falsehood. From the understanding and the explanation. Where it comes from. So we have to always be certain that when we take a verse or a hadith, we do not interpret it according to our understanding. We interpret it according to the understanding of the first three generations because they are, as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, خَيْرُ qurun, The best of generation. So on this point, you will not find the people of innovation the people of the Jahmiya, the Mu'tazila, the Ashaira, the Khawarij, the Rafida, and so forth. You will not find the people of innovation teaching the texts of the pious three generations, even though they claim to follow them. In our previous book, we went in detail regarding the aqidah of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah from his sahih. And it was as clear as the sun for whoever attended or heard those lessons that Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah is upon the aqidah of the salaf, the aqidah of Ahl-Sunnah. And this is not strange, my dear brothers and sisters. Because Imam al-Bukhari and the likes of Imam al-Bukhari were all upon the same aqidah. The aqidah of Islam. So it's astonishing that you have people of innovation who praise Imam al-Bukhari and accept his work, but they oppose his aqidah. And the same applies to the rest. Imam Ahmad, Imam al-Shafi'i, Imam Malik, Abu Hanifa, rahimahumullah. And as we are trying to show you here, the great scholars of hadith from the Salaf. They were all upon the same creed. The creed of Ahl-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah. So after going through the work of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah, we've decided on a new book. 
which is called the Sharh of the Ha'iyya by Imam Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood al-Sijistani rahimahullah again to show that we have nothing to hide regarding our aqidah and our aqidah is taken from the greatest of people from the likes of Imam al-Bukhari and here another great Imam Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood a famous scholar of hadith have you ever heard of Sunan Abi Dawood don't you hear of Sahih al-Bukhari Sahih Muslim Sunan al-Tirmidhi Sunan Abi Dawood Ibn Majah al-Nasai these six books my dear brothers they are called the Kutub of the Sunnah these are the six fundamental books of hadith in Islam the imams of these books are the greatest of imams Abu Dawood rahimahullah he wrote the famous Sunan he had a son Abu Bakr that son Abu Bakr is the author of this book so where is our aqidah coming from is it coming from unknown people is it coming from people four five six seven eight nine ten hundred years after Rasulullah look who we are honored and proud taking our knowledge our aqidah from the likes of Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Imam Ahmad, Abu Dawood and his son. These are the a'imma of Ahl Sunnah. So do not ever be deceived my dear brothers and sisters by the other sects who try to bring arguments you can easily destroy any argument by simply asking who said that. If they are not bringing you people from the first three generations, especially in the topic of Aqidah, throw it away. And they will never be able to. Because these three generations... From the great Imams all shared the same Aqidah and only the deviants opposed them. For our book that we will be beginning is this book. It is the explanation of Al-Ha'iyyah. The explanation of this book is by the great Shaykh Salih Al-Fawzan Hafizahullah. And he has explained the book of Abu Bakr al-Sijistani rahimahullah. And the title of this book, as we will see in its introduction, 
is taken because the book was written in a poetic form. And this was very common amongst the ulama of the past. They would write books in the form of poetry. So this is a aqidah book written by the son of Abu Dawood rahimahullah, Abu Bakr, Abdullah al-Sajistani. He wrote a aqidah book in poetry. And the reason why it's called Al-Ha'iyyah, that word Al-Ha'iyyah is taken from the letter Ha. You know the letter Ha in the Arabic language? That's where it's taken from. And the reason why it's called that is because every line of poetry in this book ends with the letter Ha. And a lot of scholars did that. You have, for example, the Nuniya of Imam Ibn al-Qayyim and the Mimiya of Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah. He has a book in poetry form also called the Nuniya, which means that the lines of poetry in that book end with the letter Nun. And his other book ended with the letter Mim, the lines of poetry. So they named the book after the letter that it ends with. And that's why this book is called Al-Ha'iyyah, because its poetry, the lines end with the letter Ha. So if we were to be begin, and we will only begin today, inshallah, after this introduction, yani with a small biography of the author, because that's his right upon us. He has given us this work. So it's his right upon us that we know who this noble man was, this great alim of Islam. So the biography of the author of the Ha'iyya, his name is Abu Bakr. Or that's his kunya, Abu Bakr, Abdullah ibn Sulaiman, ibn al-Ash'ath, ibn Ishaq, ibn Bashir, ibn Amr, ibn Imran, al-Azadi al-Sijistani. Known famously as ibn Abi Dawood. That's how he was famously known. Because his father was famously known as Abu Dawood, the one who wrote the famous Sunnah. And he, the son was known after his father, Ibn Abi Dawood, the son of Abu Dawood. And he's from the land of Sijistan. And Sijistan is an area near Iran and Afghanistan. And that's where many, most of the scholars, especially of hadith in the time of the Salaf, came out from the likes of Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, rahimahumullah. So this is where the laqab or the attribute of Sijistan comes from. He comes from that land. This man, he was born... 230 Hijri. So he was from the third generation. 
from the Salaf. And he's considered to be one of the Imams of Hadith. Obviously, look at his father. Apples don't fall far from trees. Isn't that what they say? But Abu Dawood is the great Imam. His son was also an Imam in Hadith. And he is from the well-known figures of Ahl Sunnah. His father was Sulaiman ibn al-Ash'af. That's the name of Abu Dawood. We know him as Abu Dawood. Abu Dawood's name was Sulaiman ibn al-Ash'af ibn Bashir, better known as Al-Imam Abu Dawood, rahimahullah, the famous compiler of the Sunan of Abu Dawood. So Abu Bakr, the son, died in the year 316. So he lived approximately 86 years. He died 316 Hijri, and he left behind eight children. His biography is very extensive. And the students who took knowledge from him, the scholars who took knowledge from him, and the books that he wrote were many. And we will mention, the Sheikh says, a few statements of the A'imma regarding him. Because how do you know if an Imam is an Imam? How do you think back in the day, they knew who's an imam and who isn't. An imam. Reference. reference. Excellent. An imam was known to be an imam by the reference given to him by the other imams. That's why whenever you want to research about a character, a person from the past, you always look at what the a'imma said about him. If they said he's trustworthy, he's trustworthy. They said he's a liar, he's a liar. And that's how Islam was built. Through the referencing of the great imams regarding the people. So what did the imam say about Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood rahimahullah? First we take Abu Abdul Rahman al-Sulami. Rahimahullah, one of the big imams. He said, I asked Imam al-Daraqutni. Imam al-Daraqutni, my brothers and sisters, was from the greatest scholars of hadith. And not only from the scholars of hadith, in particular, he was a master in the rijal, in the men. He knew and he would grade the men according to what he understood and knew. So Imam al-Daruqutni said about him that he was reliable. This word, my brothers and sisters, you might think it's small. But if an Imam like al-Daruqutni says about someone that he is reliable, know that that person is a big imam as well. Because they do not throw their words around very easily, especially when they are grading and referencing the people. 
الحافظ أبو محمد الخلال سيد ابن أبي داود was the imam of the people of Iraq that's a big praise he was the imam of the people of Iraq الخطيب البغدادي رحمه الله he said he was a faqih a scholar of fiqh understanding and a scholar and a hafiz when they call someone a hafiz it's different to what we know a hafiz today if someone memorizes the quran he's known as a hafiz which is okay but in the time of the salaf my brothers and sisters a hafiz is a reference given to someone of very high knowledge So he was labeled as a Hafiz. Ibn al-Khalqan said, Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood al-Sijistani was from the major memorizers, the Huffad of Baghdad. He was a man who possessed understanding, knowledge, and he was an Imam. The great scholar Imam al-Zahabi who came later on and compiled a lot of work regarding the men and their referencing. He said that he was from the oceans of knowledge. Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood was from the oceans of knowledge. Some even preferred him over his father. Allahu Akbar. Who's his father? Abu Dawood. One of the six books of hadith. It doesn't get bigger than that. And some of the ulama said the son was greater than the father. Uh, we are not talking about someone small here, my dear brothers and sisters. Imam al-Subki rahimahullah said the Hafiz, the son of the Hafiz. He is the Hafiz, the son of the Hafiz, one of the noble men. So this is some of the references the people of knowledge gave regarding Imam Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood. So inshallah, if Allah gives us strength and life, we plan on going through the explanation of his poem which is an amazing book that clarifies as clear as the sky the aqidah of Ahl sunnati wal jama'ah and it's important we learn these works my dear brothers and sisters because it brings you contentment to your heart that you are not taking your aqidah from fulan and alan and people that came afterwards and philosophy and whatever else we are honored and we are proud that our aqidah comes from such people according to their understanding. So if our brothers and sisters join us throughout this short journey, we will be going through the sharh of this book starting from next week after tonight was an introduction bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. The book is available. If anyone wants to follow on with the book, 
um, from what I have been informed, Darussalam bookstore in Lekemba, maybe other bookstores too, but I know for certain Darussalam in bookstore has it. So whoever wants a copy can go purchase it and follow through this book. And these types of books are good to complete, my brothers and sisters, because they are mutun, they are texts from the early generation. So it will be a good achievement for us all if we can say that Alhamdulillah I studied one of the classical works in Aqidah for one of the great scholars from the pious predecessors. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us all in knowledge, to accept our deeds and to grant us ikhlas in everything that we do and say. Wallahu a'lam. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.